found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It's the 10th day of January, a Monday. Hard to believe it. We only worked a week since New Year's. <laughs> seems say. like it's so much longer. <laughs> Normally I'd say, wow, it's already 10 days. Yeah. But now I'm like, it's only 10 days. Dang. Last week was the first week after the holiday, and it seems like it's been so far, so uh, far away, removed. Yeah. But here we are. Here we are. 15 degrees in Logansport. Single-digit wind chills, of course. Now, we talked about this last week, late last week, in fact. Yeah. This, uh, something similar to this anyway, about a quarter of workers are looking to get a new job this year. Of those employees, some want to move into tech-related industries like IT, business, and finance. But uh, 23% of those surveyed last month said they want to quit their job this year. (laughs) That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Another 9% have already found a new gig. Wow. An additional 9% said... They'll retire this year. Most of those resignations are happening in the retail, food, and hospitality industries. Or she can say you're going to retire. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds good. Yeah. But how well will you live? Better pay and benefits, finding remote work, and landing a job people are passionate about are some of the top reasons that they're seeking new work. I'll tell you what, man. The retail, food, and hospitality industry has hit. Has been hit hard. Yeah. Hard. Well, you've seen that one commercial ad, 110,000 restaurants closed. Man. That's, you know, 110,000. Yeah. Of those looking for new jobs, about one-third want to stay in their current industry, while another third want to switch to industries including IT, media, and communications and business and finance. I, IT. Say, I don't, I couldn't do that. I just don't comprehend it. You know, I, sure. And just how well advanced do you have to be to really be involved in that? I think you got to be. You would have to. Pretty knowledgeable. Well, I mean, you would have to probably get some additional education, yeah. you would think. I don't know. It's a whole I mean, new ball game out yeah. there, though, man. Business and finance. I um, I wouldn't recommend this because uh, <laughs> it says IT media and communications. Now, I know that there's a different. <laughs> Say that's, you know, that's changed. Yeah, you because know. <laughs> it used to be if you said media communications, it basically was newspaper print or radio. That's a whole new thing now, man. This is um, something you can try at home. TikTok users, of course, they come up with all kinds of fun things. They've been peeling raw eggs, <laughs> okay, <laughs> which takes hours and requires special tools. <laughs> it's the egg peel challenge. Probably one of the best things they've come up with. You know, excluding Tide Pod and other <laughs> stupid things that can ruin your health. 
<laughs> sure. Now focus on just peeling an egg. Yes. A raw egg. A raw egg. <laughs> Very popular, Sherry, on um, on video, mm. live stream websites, including TikTok. Many of the egg peeled challengers have received thousands or millions of views per video. Oh my gosh. Toothpicks, <laughs> cuticle pushers, tweezers, and metal blemish extractors. <laughs> Are the common tools that are being used. So just just imagine, <laughs> when's our next big holiday that the family would come over? Easter. Yeah, you're sitting oh, around. You're, you're sitting around Easter, and Aunt Edna, you know, <laughs> hey Jimmy, what are you what are you doing now? What are you up to? I'm peeling eggs on the internet. <laughs> I would think it you know would be interesting. <laughs> Sorry, what? You got to have a steady hand. You got to be careful. Yeah. <laughs> you know what you want to do is separate the shell from the fragile membrane. Some challengers succeed and have perfectly unshelled egg membrane that's pale yellow, while others fail and, of course, break the egg white or yolk. <laughs> They're often accompanied by music or narration, while challengers whittle away piece by piece. Challenge participants and viewers have described the activity as being oddly satisfying, relaxing, or fun. So there's your challenge. All it takes is one egg. Start uh, start gently and whittle away at that eggshell hmm. and to try to maintain the membrane without uh, breaking, you know. <laughs> it does, uh, it is a much better challenge than anything I normally report when it comes to TikTok challenges. Oh, for sure. For sure. Did you see this at the bottom? Doctors and dentists have done this for a long time to develop their surgical skills. See? Did not know that. Yeah. So you can do this. Perhaps someday you'll become a a doctor or a dentist because you enjoy doing this. (laughs) It is quite, uh, quite interesting. You got to be real careful when you get the membrane available there. Don't squeeze too hard. Right. <laughs> I know. Something to do. Doesn't cost a lot. The eggs, you know, a dozen eggs. You could practice on a dozen. Okay. <laughs> and see what you do. Before. But would you sit around and watch somebody do it? No. Like, I, would that. No, you know, maybe it's a time lapse. You know, if you if you did a time, if, if they're streaming live, it's you know, well. That, I mean, you, you're watching them do it. That's agonizing. That's like, <laughs> that's like playing. You know, like Operation, the game Operation. Sure. The so hard, if I text you and was like, Dale, come on over, man. I'm going to peel an egg. <laughs> well, the, do it. the hardest one used to be the rubber band. Used to have to hook the rubber band. Yeah. Before we had to break. TV star and comedian Bob Saget passed away. How about that? 65. He passed away at the Ritz-Carlton in Orlando. He was pronounced dead at the scene after first responders found him in his room at 4 p.m. Cause of death not immediately known, but they don't suspect foul play or drugs. So, but, uh, you know, know him from Full House. He was... The host for quite some time of America's Funniest Home Videos. 
And um, I guess you just never know. Yeah. Yeah. Sidney Poitier. Yeah, he passed away. Well-known actor. Now, Sidney was 94. He um, was in great classics like Guess Who's Coming to Dinner and Heat of the Night. Mm Mm-hmm. His cause of death not yet revealed as well, but at 94. So um, a couple of more folks have passed away. Seems like we've had a lot of names passing away early in 2022. Yep. We'll uh, take a break for news. We'll check our weather. And we'll have more tidbits coming up. This is Tidbits. So busy. We're so it's, busy. <laughs> it's 635. <laughs> it's a Monday edition of Tidbits. Boy, if you watched the Colts game yesterday, that was Gosh. just dismal. Just dismal. And I hung on till the bitter end. I'm like, oh, they could do they'll, they'll somehow snap out of it and oh, they'll put three scores. Uh, no, they're not. They're out of timeouts. Okay, never mind. They, they cannot win in Jacksonville. Man. And Jacksonville's got one of the worst records in the NFL. But they look like the team that was playing for playoffs. Yeah, yeah. It just, I, I just don't understand. The Colts, two weeks in a row, they had two weeks. It makes you wonder. Okay, it, it honestly makes you wonder, with the right person running the show at Jacksonville, how how good of a team are they going to be? Because they'll probably have another high draft pick again coming. Well, in. Yeah, they're supposed to. You know, they should be. They should be a team to be afraid of in the next couple of years. I would think. Well, they certainly looked good yesterday. Because Trevor Lawrence is the real deal. Yeah. And he had a good game. He had a great he game. a very good game. But the Colts just didn't show up. No, they didn't. My gosh, they didn't They just, up. from the very beginning, uh, looked, uh, and it's like you just, I got that feeling almost immediately watching that game. This is going to be another yeah. loss. Yeah. And they had two chances. If they'd beat the Raiders the week before they're in. Yeah. They were in. Yeah. They this is won your that last game. chance, you know, that just win and you're in. Yeah. Well, let's just not show up. Okay. <laughs> let's. So then I ask, I ask you, who does this fall back on? Is this a head coaching thing? Is this a, is this a quarterback issue? Is what, what's going on here? I just don't think their quarterback makes great decisions. He's not a, he's not the guy. That, I don't feel like the Colts, like with Peyton Manning. With Peyton Manning, you felt that he's in control and he, it can, was his he can do this. Yeah, it was his yeah. team. You don't feel that with – you just don't. Right. You even had a bit of that with Luck. Andrew Luck, you kind of felt – Now, what's, what's, the, what's the common thread between those two quarterbacks? They were just – I don't know. They I, were drafted into the, the yeah. team, though. And they were expected – you know, they were – you're going to be it. You know, they were given yeah. that from the get-go. But, you know, any quarterback. And if you don't forget, I mean, and don't forget, we had to get over some some pretty horrific first years with both of them yeah. before they became as good as they were. Now, Luck never had the the line around him that Peyton had, right. for sure. <laughs> but Or the running game. You know, this is a quarterback that's been around a while. Yeah. You know, if you look back, Philadelphia, when he was there, that was a team that won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Between he and the quarterback. Nick Foles. You know, I mean, 
But both of them really are not what I'd call quarterbacks that you just feel like they can do it. But back in the day with Peyton Manning, you felt like, okay, they're down. But you felt, and he had a decent receiving core, and yeah. you know, you just had confidence. And that was another, I saw a discussion about this yesterday, and that was part of the argument, is Colts need better wide receivers that can get open. Yeah, that, that may be the missing link that they have. They just need better wide receivers. I don't know. I don't but it's just. Uh, but to go into a two, a two win team and lay up that big of a goose egg, man, that's. It just uh, <sighs> wouldn't. Didn't they lose to them the first game of the year too? Uh, I, I, th- so, yeah. I think two of their wins yeah. were against Indy. <laughs> now they're three wins, two of them. Two against, of them against, yeah, against Yeah, I think now that's just pathetic. Wow. But, you know, I wouldn't want to see them in the playoffs. If they would have backdoored in somehow and, sure. and that formula would have worked out and they still would have made it, I don't know that I'd want to watch it. And it's like, okay, go back to that one play where it's fourth and one and you have an all-pro best player in the NFL and you can't get a touchdown on third and he didn't third come one close. But even close. You know, I, it's just... Indianapolis was outplayed at all positions. They really were. And, they were know, absolutely would, outplayed. And you got a lot of all pro. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. selections on that team. Yep. And it's like you just—I uh, don't know. It's <clears throat> one of the ugliest games you'll ever want to watch. It was pretty bad. Now tonight is the national championship game from Indianapolis. Two powerhouse squads, Georgia and Alabama, and. uh you know, I just, I just don't have any interest. I don't care. I, <laughs> you know, I know folks are down in Indianapolis. They're probably having a good time. Yeah. You know, and, but um, those two teams are just, they've always been teams that I, you know, I mean, they always beat the teams that I, sure, I sure, favor. Sure. So they're just the dominant squad. Actually, I guess I'd kind of like to see Georgia win. I, I would, if too. If I had to pick. If I had to pick, I, I would like to see yeah. Georgia. I'll probably be rooting for him. But. So it's that started eight, probably. Probably. You know. So hopefully Georgia can, can win that. Other than that, that's uh, about where I'm. Right now I'm, of course, awaiting Green Bay. They lost yesterday to Detroit, but. Jordan Love got a chance to play quite a bit yesterday. Gets a chance to get a feel, you know. Sure. Packers already had locked up the first seed, top seed, in the NFC. So they um, they lost. At least 34 people were rescued Saturday after they were stranded on a large chunk of floating ice <laughs> off the shore of Green Bay, Wisconsin. The Brown County Sheriff's Office received a report that a large chunk of ice had broken from the shoreline and that there were multiple people stranded on this piece of ice. Dang. It was about a mile from shore by the end of the rescue and had floated about three quarters of a mile during the rescue. In less than two hours, all the people were finally uh, taken off the chunk of ice, (laughs) rescued, no injuries. Authorities believe a barge that had gone through the area shortly before the ice breakage 
may have made that ice unstable. I wonder how long you could erode it. You know? it's, it's, and what a terrible situation. <laughs> you just see yourself floating away, I guess, and you realize, hey, we're... I mean, 34 people on this yeah. chunk of ice. Dang. How big of ice? It must be a pretty good chunk. Right? I just... I can't imagine riding a piece of ice. Would it be unstable? Like, would it like rock back and forth? You know, would it be... I don't know. 34 people, it's got to be a good chunk size. I can't imagine all 34 were just huddled <laughs> when it snapped off. <laughs> Here's some advice for you. Researchers say the best way to keep virus particles from spreading indoors is to point your head down when you feel the need to cough. Head down, cough. Previous studies show that coughs and sneezes spread viral aerosols, uh, aerosol, aerosol yeah. up to six feet and possibly even farther. Results from this recent study found that the particles higher than the head can travel a much longer distance than those lower so uh, lower your head and uh, blow down. <laughs> okay. I don't. <laughs> I, I, there's people, it's like you. Don't you kind of hold yours back when you sneeze? It I comes do. out, it's like, <laughs> it's just. <laughs> it's only because if I let it go, it's like ridiculous. Okay. Because I've noticed it's just kind of that silent. <laughs> yeah. You gotta let it fly. So I gotta let it go. Just Hold let it, it in. Just yep. let it let it and face down. Blast out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Aim down. The US Department of Labor filed a lawsuit against an auto body shop owner who settled up with a former employee in penalty in pennies. The AOK Walker Auto Works in Peachtree City, Georgia <laughs> is accused of retribution after a former employee complained to the government that he hadn't received his last paycheck. He apparently gave two weeks' notice in November, but hadn't been sent his last paycheck in January as promised. So I reached out to the Georgia Department of Labor. He ended up getting the $915, a 500-pound pile of oil or grease-covered pennies <laughs> left on his driveway. How petty is that? Come on. How can you be that angry? Gosh. He says he now spends time each night working to clean the 91,515 pennies. He won't be able to cash them until they're clean. It's apparently quite the effort. He says working his way through several hundred took 90 minutes. <laughs> Why on earth would you be that angry? I, you know, evidently, maybe he was a fantastic mechanic. They didn't want to lose him, but... Again, why would you do that? I don't know. I just, um, I don't, I can't imagine. It kind of seems like the guy left for a reason. And they're all cruddy. That's what I'm saying. You know, it's like they're cruddy pennies. He obviously left this place of work for a reason. Here's a Pennsylvania woman faces multiple charges after she urinated on a police officer. Oh, jeez. It was arresting her after a DUI crash. A man said he saw a woman's vehicle start to swerve at him from the oncoming lane. He said he tried to swerve away, but 
The vehicle still collided, and his truck spun off the road. His passenger was transported to the uh, the hospital for injuries. The woman, Bobby Sue Yasko, was sitting on the ground crying and screaming when police arrived. She said she didn't remember what happened, and officers found a can of twisted tea beside her seat of the car. She allegedly showed multiple signs of impairment during a field sobriety field check and not properly uh, blow into the breathalyzer was hysterical. <laughs> As officers attempted to arrest her, she urinated on an officer's leg and spit in a different officer's oh, face. Gosh. Police said she also kicked him in the chest and face when he was attempting to put her in the police vehicle. Who wants to be a cop? The, the okay. things these guys go through, it's man. Terrible. So much respect. So much respect. I mean, she also spit and started kicking at officers again when they attempted to place her in a holding cell where she attempted to bite an officer's fingers. Oh, what a lovely woman. <laughs> she did. Oh, take her home to mom. Okay. Wow. Hopefully they've got video of all of this. Man. She can have that as a going away present. <laughs> And finally, a guy got stuck in a chimney in a Maryland home, and he didn't live in the house. <laughs> he was trying to rob the place. About two dozen firefighters were called to a home at 6 in the morning when the unauthorized man wedged himself in the chimney. <laughs> Crews had to methodically remove the wall and bricks from around the chimney in order to get him out. <laughs> Taken to a trauma center with uh. non-life-threatening injuries. What a good crook he is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can just imagine the homeowner hearing something. Did you look up the chimney? Uh, hello. <laughs> yeah, I'm stuck. Do you originally think it's like a raccoon or something? <laughs> <laughs> That's a, what a terrible ordeal. And that, who pays for that? Because they really had to destroy that wall to get him out of there. Yeah. <laughs> That's got to be a, a We Are Farmers thing, right? Where they, they come. <laughs> Maybe they'll have that. Some guy's feet dangling. <laughs> We've done it. <laughs> That's right. So there you go, Matt. Some uh, tidbits on this Monday. All right. So how'd your weekend go? Uh, weekend was good. Okay. How about you? Uneventful. Pretty much uneventful yeah, for me. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. I just, uh, I don't know, just cold. Yeah. Of course, I worked Saturday, and you know it was just I. I don't know. I, it, this time of year, you just don't feel like. Yeah, it's kind of nice just to be at home. Sure, you know, just sure. to kind of. It was interesting because we had the forecast it was going to be way warmer this, but with the wind, it never yeah. felt <laughs> like oh boy. <laughs> We've had a lot of wind. Yeah, it looks like it's going to continue too. So yeah. No delays this morning, so we have that. But uh, what was it, Friday when we had that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Sub-zero temperatures with wind chills. So. At least we don't have that this morning. True story. I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. All right, man. All right. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.